Uh, there's significant consensus around the world on the need to take sensible action to reduce the greenhouse gases associated with climate change. Uh, and that is a very good thing. Uh, all of the major leaders of the world have recognized that the development of technology and getting into, into the marketplace faster is the most important solution, uh, along with smarter land use planning such as forestry uh, and smarter design of, of things like our cities and our buildings. We look forward to continuing the discussion in the G8 on how to open up the markets for the technologies that will reduce our energy use per unit of economic growth, and that's very important. Uh, if you have uh, reasonable uh, targets, uh, systems like trading can be very valuable, but they are not the only policy tool. Uh, in America today, we just had a new energy bill, energy legislation, uh, that will provide uh, more than $10 billion worth of tax incentives uh, for the purchase of new renewable technology and more efficient technology. Um, we have other mandatory programs, such as vehicle fuel economy requirements, uh, appliance efficiency standards, uh, and a new mandate for the purchase of renewable fuel that are also very effective policies um, in reducing greenhouse gases and improving efficiency. So our goal is to look at the variety of policy tools, uh, not a single one, uh, to see where we can make the greatest progress. Uh, we are very focused on three goals that uh, the G8 leaders agreed to in Glen Eagles, and they are improving our energy security, reducing the harmful air pollution that affects human health today, and taking action to cut the greenhouse gases that affect, affect climate change over, over the coming century. Uh, and so we have major industries uh, that are growing to produce more efficient products with lower pollution and lower greenhouse gases. Um, advances in coal technology are particularly important uh, because major economies of the world, including the U.S., Canada, India, China, and even Eastern Europe, will grow based on coal-produced energy. Step one is to improve the efficiency of the coal, so you get more electricity with lower emissions. Step two is to capture the harmful air pollution that affects people today in their human health. Uh, and then step three is the technology that will make um, coal-fired electricity generation very low carbon and under a U.S. strategy make it zero carbon. Uh, you are not serious about cutting harmful air pollution and addressing climate change if you are not serious about a new future for nuclear power. Uh, nuclear power is one of the only uh, baseload energy sources that has no emissions. Uh, we can produce electricity safely. Uh, we can produce uh, a lot of electricity uh, and using new new technologies, we can manage the waste associated with nuclear energy a lot better than we did before. We project that in the next several decades, we will still rely uh, for power generation on fossil fuels for more than 50 percent. Uh, nuclear is about 20 percent, and then uh, hydro and renewables are the, the remainder. Uh, in places like China and India, they will be relying on coal uh, for more than 80 percent of their energy even as they build nuclear power plants and install renewable energy. So coal is a very important uh, subject to address seriously with new technology. 
uh, in the U.S. and in Germany, we have some of the best technologies to address the emissions from coal. Currently at the national level, we are using a, a broad portfolio of strategies that include targeted mandates like fuel economy, uh, renewable fuel, and energy efficiency requirements, uh, very large incentives, uh, more than $10 billion in incentives for new technologies, as well as uh, billions of dollars going to our farmers to capture carbon, uh, and then uh, very broad uh, public-private partnerships where our major emitting industries have taken specific targets um, and are pursuing strategies to improve their efficiency and reduce their emissions. We do not believe uh, a trading approach um, is feasible at this time for the United States. Uh, yes, we have many targets in the USA to reduce emissions. Uh, let me speak first about pollution targets. Um, we were going to cut our harmful air pollution uh, by 70% from coal-fired power generation uh, at a price of about $50 billion U.S., the single largest um, investment in pollution control in history. Uh, we have just introduced new regulations that will cut uh, the emissions from diesel engines and fuel by more than 90%, which are the most stringent cuts in diesel pollution anywhere in the world. Uh, we then have a goal of cutting uh, greenhouse gases um, by 18% uh, by 2012 in terms of greenhouse gas intensity. That's our greenhouse gases per unit of GDP. Uh, our step with greenhouse gases is to first slow the growth of greenhouse gases, then stop it, and then as the science justifies, reverse it. Uh, within the 18% goal, we have many subsidiary targets. Uh, we'll be capturing methane all across the country. Our sectors have each taken very specific efficiency or greenhouse gas reduction targets. Uh, and then our new fuel economy standards, for example, will improve fuel efficiency by 15%. Um, which can be translated into a nearly equivalent reduction in greenhouse gases. So many targets, many timetables. Um, I, I hope the major countries of the world uh, can, can focus on some key priorities. Uh, one is the efficiency of our transportation system, uh, including the renewability of the fuels. Uh, the second is getting from very clean coal-fired power plants to zero emission power plants. If we don't do that, we won't make any real progress. Um, the third is to improve our forestry practices. So we are adding forests and harvesting sustainably more of our forest products because that sequesters, captures a lot of CO2. Um, and then fourth, it's buildings. Buildings and appliances are a key focus, and those require individual choices by individual consumers. Uh, it's important that they have a, uh, a growing paycheck so they can afford to change their old, less efficient buildings and appliances with newer, more efficient buildings and appliances. Uh, and that is why economic growth is the foundation for all of this activity. Um, the, uh, the role of Germany, the United States, Japan, France, the UK, and the other leading G8 countries uh, remains as important as it ever was. We have learned a lot since Kyoto about what works, and also about what is not working so well. I hope that we can take advantage of those lessons and design an even smarter strategy going forward. Um, if we merely repeat what we did before, um, we will lose a great opportunity for greater success.